In this live surfing podcast, Oscar Perinjury answers questions from everyone seeking pragmatic and effective solutions regarding emotional and energetic challenges, holistic health in the inner journey. We'll first take some time for any questions or anything to say or express. In anyone who is participating from here or participating from elsewhere. If anything is occupying you and you have the feeling it will be valuable to consider it more deeply, to clear it, this is one of the possibilities. Do you have any question? Questions can be asked over Spotify or can be sent as voice message over the podcast webpage. If nothing is there as a question, I would like to take some time to understand the nature of the challenges we are facing individually and globally now and what insight is required so that we can contribute to one's own development as well as to the process in the world. One of the basic things which has to be brought into our, our own attention is that there is no absolute good people and absolute bad people. This is the understanding of all those who have gone deeper into the understanding of the reality, essentially everyone is good, everyone is innocent. It is maybe very difficult in certain contexts, in certain situations, in certain conflicts, processes where the entanglement is so strong to understand it. But let me tell you the other aspect of it. Everyone can be potentially bad. Why? Because when we are trapped in a one-sided perception of the reality and act from that kind of approach, we are afraid and we believe that the way we see it is absolutely right. This absoluteness of rightness, absoluteness of the belief, and the fear and the unclarity which is behind it becomes the foundation for hate, for violence, for revenge and for all kind of destructive consequences. And the fact is also that you can logically, rationally justify and explain everything to yourself and those around you and believe that that is how it is, that is how it has to be. And when many people are believing and accepting and you collect people like that, you also start believing that this is how it is. In the Sufi tradition there's a little story. One man was sitting having a quiet time and he was wanting to be under the tree somewhere and just spend a little time in the heat. 
and some kids came and started provoking him a little and playing with him and so he was thinking how to get rid of them so he told them a story look in the king's palace there's a big feast if you go there quickly you may be able to get something of that then everybody of kids were excited oh there's a big feast and if you go there can be very nice so they all started running but then another group of kids were coming and doing the same thing to this person so he sent them also with the same trick away after a while a third group of kids were happening to come by and they wanted to just have a little fun like the others do and the man played the same trick and said there's a big feast in the king's palace if you go there right now you can get something after they were running the man thought maybe it is really like that that there is a feast in the king's palace and he started running behind his kids this is the trap we can very easily fall into when we repeat certain things blindly we also start believing that it is so and that is the danger that is why not only that there is somebody who is bad and they can be like that you can go on believing certain things in certain way repeating it and imagine that that is the truth so how to orient it life how to go about it that we don't fall into such traps you have to consider yourself critically you have to be courageous and honest in a unconditional way towards yourself and be ready to face everything what is there so a criticalness towards oneself is a very healthy basis not to criticize and put oneself in a box and say i'm bad or i'm good or this or that no you are being good or not good according to the kind of perception which you bring in each moment out of the depth of understanding and consciousness you allow in the moment it is very important to understand it as carefully as you can because you can very easily get pulled into an approach of power and feeling right and feeling secure that now we are having the power we are having the majority and we can remove our so called enemies but this whole polarization is not coming from your understanding of the deeper nature of the reality it is coming from your conditionings whether the polarization is on the basis of nations or of culture or of religion or any other kind of groups which you build in political level all these 
which leads to hate, to violence, to revengefulness, is wrong. He is not coming from the right understanding. Because deep within, when you are in touch with the reality, you will realize that you belong to one reality. You come from the same source. That is why those who are insightful are saying, be compassionate. Try to understand the other. Be loving. Try to bring a depth of perception in your vision of the other. When you start honestly, courageously considering yourself and each other in the right way, you will do the right thing. Because when your approach is of compassion, when you are ready to consider the other sympathetically, when you are ready to look at yourself honestly, at your fears, at your settlements, at your beliefs which you have collected from here and there without questioning, whether it is nationalistic beliefs, religious fanaticism, political extremism, all these and many other kind of polarization you can bring. When you are clinging to it and making that a basis to create fear in the others, to be intimidating the others, to collect people around to have a common enemy for hating, then you are doing something very wrong because your reaction, your acts are not coming from a deeper insight into the nature of the reality. It will entangle you more. It will provoke more destructiveness in each other. And it will be a perpetuation of the negativity which is in effect unhealthy, unintelligent, blind and leading to destruction for all. Now we are seeing in the world situations where people are sometimes so unsensible, so horrible and you cannot believe how one can be like this. And naturally the reaction comes wanting to punish them, wanting to suppress them, wanting to be ugly to them in the same way so that they also know what it means. It is human, it is understandable that one has such reactions arising. Is that a solution which can sincerely, enduringly bring peace? Is that an answer, a response coming from your deeper consideration of the reality and the intelligence that one can say, yes, that is how it has to go. No. Even if it feels so strong that you want to give back in the same coin, you want to hurt the other so that the other feels also what it means, you have to consider it a little more deeply. And then maybe you can understand it more. When someone from your family whom you love, one of your brothers, your sisters, your 
sons or daughters or some relative who is very close to you goes astray and is becoming destructive. And everybody is saying, oh, this is a horrible person. He should be removed. He should be killed. He should be destroyed. Then you know this person also from other side from earlier period when this person was so loving, so beautiful, so maybe afraid, so insecure, so many things. And because you have a loving basis, you would look how to make him understand that that is not the right way. How to make it possible that he also sees that this kind of violence and destructivity which he is pursuing is harming everybody. It doesn't bring solutions, which are creative. That is why it is very important that we consider and help those who have gone astray to find the right understanding, to see things in the right context. And another thing which we have to also understand very carefully and deeply is you cannot force the good. You can only allow the good in the others to happen through your goodness. If you think that you know what is good and the other has to be helped and forced to make do the good, it will be more from the head and see the delicateness of the nature of the reality. You have to see that the real changes cannot be forced. It can be indirectly supported. You can help the other through your own sensibility, through your own depth of understanding to come towards seeing. It is not easy. It is easy to go into the approach of power it comes automatically. It is more or less like the law of the jungle which we are following. But at that level, with the kind of destructive potential we carry in every way, everywhere, we cannot find solutions for coexistence which are healthy and peaceful. Even though it is very painful, very hard, and one should really bring that into attention, that hatred and violence and unsensibility is not an answer. And when you see that how in these war situations, in this kind of power-oriented approaches, how Innocent children, innocent women, innocent people who have nothing to do directly, they want only to just live their life, are all pulled into it, dragged into it. Elderly people who are helpless, they cannot even go away from there. Everybody is dragged into it and when you go into a destructive approach and you are in that intoxication, in that blindness which overtakes you in those moments. You hurt very much. 
and it's very easy to hurt somebody it's very easy to be destructive but to be creative to be loving to be intelligently answering to the challenges requires a depth of understanding that is why there are so many wars because it's easy to go into the approach of power and fight in the same level when somebody someone is aggressive and insensible to you the automatic reaction is to fight back there are only very few people like mahatma gandhi nelson mandela or martin luther king junior from the afro american background they have been in the midst of provocations in the midst of being treated in all kind of way they could orient towards a peaceful way of re- interacting and it's not promising that it will be immediately successful but they are do- going in the right direction especially in the world situations in the political level in all the other interactions where conflicts are very deeply with groups only those who take the initiative and allow a clarity within themselves that violence is not the answer the approach of force based on hatred and revengefulness cannot create the basis for a healthy way of being with each other and for that we have to look more deeper when you are suppressing somebody when two people have the same interest just to suppress the other and try to control and have power it cannot work for a long time it's always one is unhappy and there's tension it is going on and on it's only a question of who is becoming now more impatient and starting to react to it and people who are feeling powerless helpless they have nothing to lose and they get pulled more easily into the approach of violence and destructivity <coughs> it is not justifying anybody but it is to be considered how human nature is working so rather than demonizing and putting people in this blind categories and fixing them with labels it is necessary to consider the nature of the reality more deeply by looking into oneself allowing the deeper intelligence so that it becomes clear to everybody who is involved in all these conflict situations that one should not feed into hate into anger in the indulgence of hurt feelings and not approach 
to solve solutions just by only violence sometimes you may have to use a certain kind of violent approach to prevent the people who are trapped but you don't have to be violent you have to come from a state of clarity so that you contain that they don't continue to be destructive and then you help them to see help them to understand and to make it visible what is required but again it can be possible only when you are also ready to look at the wholeness of the situation and when both are having interest to achieve the same goals so you have to be ready to consider each other's situation very deeply very honestly like in this biggest challenge now besides the russian and ukraine conflict is now the conflict in israel and gaza area both palestinians and the israelis claim the same areas and both feel right historically they have the same background i was very touched by a certain situation which i saw in the news where they were interviewing one person who was in one of these kibbutz he survived from the overtaking of those places by the hamas group and he was narrating one situation he said he saw somebody like one of his friends whom he knows well and he was in the hamas group and he said hey is that you then he realized oh this is someone else from the hamas and then he said he shot him but it shows how close they all look even very physically how much similarly they are brothers how much deeply they are interconnected and it is very sad and i'm sure this person who shot must also feel that it's a helpless situation he was shooting because it was his way to survive otherwise the others may have shot but these are the explosive moments which come from uncleared background and only when they come together accept and recognize the wish in each other to exist and the perils which everybody has gone through because those in is those who are in israel they have gone through so much peril so much suffering from the jewish background with all the holocaust with all the difficulties and sufferings which they have gone through some of them who have survived and they are their descendants who are there and there is so much desperation and the palestinians feel that oh their place has been taken away and they were forced 
into a kind of being a stranger in their own area. So, the coexistence has to be made possible through careful, peaceful reconsideration of all these values and considering the background, looking at each other as fellow human beings. Then solutions are possible. It is not how much space you have, it is how much understanding you bring in that makes it possible for you to live together and really be supportive to each other rather than being inimical to each other. But this understanding has to be there. And there are many barriers in this to be overcome because when people have been conditioned to hate each other, made to believe that the other is your enemy and you have to remove the other, indoctrinated in this kind of way, whatever be the justification they may give for it, all those who indoctrinate children to hate, make people believe that only through the distraction of the other you can be surviving and be able to have a peaceful existence. Their understanding is not right. It is not coming from the depth of observation of how reality is. That is why I remind everybody to go into a deeper inquiry into oneself at first. Because when you become through your own direct experience into the realization of the non-duality of this life process and realize that everyone is a manifestation, a unique manifestation of the wonder of life, the mystery of life, whether we call it the divine reality, the mystery, in whatever way we address it, it has to become an experiential understanding. Then you cannot indulgence, negativity and destructive processes. So this is very, very important and we all, yes, individually, everybody is contributing into one direction or the other direction. Now it may look too far-fetched when I say things like this. Just like individual drops of rain are creating the river and the river can be very powerful, very strong. It can create floods. It can overtake all kind of areas and destroy. But the same drops of rain is what is required for our survival. So, the individual is not just apparently looking as worthless. The individual is not insignificant. Everyone is in their way contributing their life energy towards light, towards clarity, towards love or towards darkness, towards unsensibility towards the approach of power. And this is what I would like everybody 
who is listening, who is going to come across this in different ways, to consider. Because that what you live, that what you manifest, contributes towards more understanding and love in this life process or it can become a support to the blindness and to the further entanglement and distraction on this planet. Just like the forest is made of so many individual trees, so is our world made of many individual human beings and everyone has the potential everyone is manifesting their life energy whether you are aware of it or not whether you want to see it or not these are basic facts and when you are not going carefully with your life when you are not bringing attention to see what you manifest when you don't look what kind of undercurrent fears, prejudices, pride, fanatic or blind settlements are working in you, you may be following them without your being even aware of it. What we call the ego is just this idea of ourselves without having questioned deeper into the nature of our reality. That is why ego is not a solid thing. But it is a belief which we follow because we have not confronted who we really are. And when you look deeply, when you look consciously and courageously, you will not find any ego as a solid thing anywhere because ego is like darkness. And when you want to remove the ego, when you want to remove the darkness, it's the same process. You have to bring in light for removing the darkness. You have to bring in careful consideration, deeper observation. Learn to look without getting trapped in the projections and the judgments coming from your past. This is the individual responsibility. It is the individual work, whether we like it or not. Because those who are ready to look courageously and honestly without categorizing and labeling everybody into good and bad, right and wrong and all that fixations, we'll see that everybody is vulnerable and everybody can contribute in both the directions. In a non-conscious way of going about life, we are contributing very often towards prejudices based on our fears, based on our calculations. That is why everywhere you can see people are easily manipulable because those who are approaching from certain prejudices and when they are loud when they bring some logical arguments to convince those who don't look deeper, they are very easily pulled and pushed into this or that direction. 
So it is not a question of logical agreement and blind following of anything. It's a question of carefully considering the basic human values. And the basic human values are to orient towards compassion, towards sympathetic understanding of oneself and each other. The basic human value is to recognize that everyone is unique. Life has created each of us as unique manifestations. How can we really compare? So when we want to be together, we have to have orientations. And we, we need to accept ourselves and each other as part of this wonder, part of this mystery. And go with that respect. Go with that consideration. Because we can make mistakes, but we can also learn from our mistakes and move forward towards allowing love, allowing light. So I wanted to bring the attention to the individual responsibility in the middle of all these globally challenging situations, which is valuable for the individual clarity and fulfillment and which is equally important for supporting the developments in the world in a healthy and creative way, in an intelligent and humane way. Because everyone is contributing, everyone is responsible, everyone has the life energy. And it's a question of are we ready to use it consciously in service of life, in service of love, in service of humanity, in service of peace? Or are we letting it get pulled and pushed into all kind of manipulative, calculative power approach where we are ready to support directly or indirectly tendencies of hate and violence and destructivity. It's not very comfortable and easy to confront all that. I know that. But it is your honesty and your courage to face and see the reality the way it is. See the interconnectedness of this life process. And eventually to recognize we arise from the same source, we arise from the same wondrous, magical basis of this life. Where one realizes what a blessing it is to be in this life process. Where one realizes how everyone, in spite of their diversity and difference, is a blessing. So we need to help those who have gone astray. Like in the biblical story of the son, return of the prodigal son. Because the father loved the son, but the son has gone into all kind of unsensible ways. And when he came back, the father celebrated it. And his other sons were not understanding why he is celebrating it so much. 
it is very carefully to be considered. Because one who has gone astray, when the one sees that, oh, I made the mistake, I was not understanding it rightly, then there is a ripeness. And this is very, very valuable. We have to help each other see and understand by beginning to go deeper into ourselves so that we ourselves are seeing and understanding life more deeply, more courageously and honestly. That is the hope for the individual and for our earth. And everybody is contributing in one direction or another direction whether you are aware of it or not. But when you bring in the awareness, when you take the responsibility, when you gather the courage to be honest to yourself, your energy moves in the direction of deeper insight. And from the deeper insights arises compassion. And that is what manifests as love through you. A lot more questions to be answered right after this. You are listening to the Life Surfing Podcast on Spotify. Welcome back to the Life Surfing Podcast. We continue with some more questions. If there is any questions still, we can take some moments for it. questions are there, we sit the next 15 minutes remembering to look at oneself and look at all what is there without following the approach of blind judgment and identification. That means looking like a mirror which is reflecting everything impartially, not taking sides, not trying to put it in boxes, simply mirrors. And this is the quality of seeing which makes us capable to understand oneself and each other and create the right basis for the further development. That is why when we sit for this 15 minutes, it is just the orientation. It is allowing a quality of consciousness to come in, which becomes the basis for the deeper understanding as we start applying it into the real life. With this orientation, with closed eyes, we sit the next 15 minutes. The Life Surfing Podcast will be back next week. In the meantime, make sure that you're following us right here on Spotify.